Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... The Lovers of the Fallen Tower. Stairs are perhaps one of the most idiotic human inventions I can think of. It seems just as likely to me, Lord Aram, that monsters built these stairs. After all, the bridge as a whole was built Stairs by... are idiotic, as are humans. Ergo, humans built the stairs. This is rather simple, Sir Damien. Take note, hatchling, of human weakness in its element. Too stubborn and too proud to think. Or perhaps, my child, you should take note of the monster's sense of superiority, and how it prevents him from engaging in a simple conversation with his fellow beast. Superiority! You are the one <laughs> Child! I feel so sick again, sir. Sick all the way down to my bones, my lord. Her skin is shifting. If you had been watching her more closely... I have done all I can to be civil, Lord Aram, but these arguments you manufacture are really... <laughs> too... <clears throat> that nearly took my head off. Perhaps some rest is in order. I see a landing ahead. How long have we been climbing? By the sun, I would estimate ten minutes. A short rest, then. You sit the hatchling down and watch her carefully. I will climb the tower walls for a moment to get a sense of our location. Perhaps I could... Or perhaps not. Child, oh la la, there is a soft spot of carpet just here. Come sit with me a moment. I'm very sorry that you need to see us fight like that, child. And yet, increasingly, does that not seem the hand that fate has dealt? No, that was the parapet of wilds, the two of wilds, and perhaps a mirror of some kind. Come again? You said you must fight, Sir Damien, but I do not understand why. There is nobody making you fight. <laughs> That is a long, long story, child. As old as this tower. Likely even older than that. You and my lord are that old? That is not quite what I meant. It is not we who are so old, little Olala. It is our conflict. Humans and monsters, monsters and humans, at each other's throats for all of time, it seems. But what about this place? We have seen this place destroyed, child. I fear its gift and blessing cannot compare next to the great weight of the history that surrounds it. But perhaps that is not true of all regions, hmm? Lord Aram is right. We of the Second Citadel, rather, of the Northern Wilds, do have a tendency to forget that there lie other regions beyond our own. In the Western Wastes, how do humans and monsters fare? Well... It depends on the monster, I suppose. The sisters will protect themselves against a king tyrant lizard or a dark plume, if they must. Yes, protection. Must it be spoken in the same breath as any mention of both human and monster? Is our violence inevitable? Yet they would also protect themselves against the jackals and buzzards of the wastes, or even... another person? If they had to, 
But in the Garden of Graves, we treat any dead thing just the same. There was a very cunning orangutan once, a creature who sat in high trees and spoke for a long time and sang deeply while we worked. And we would all stop and listen to his songs no matter where we were. Then one day he began to sing and he would not stop. And so we were just stuck in place listening to his melody for a full day from sunrise to sunrise again. At the end of that, we were most tired and hungry of the listening. Sister Tile was sick for a long time after that. A cursed beast, and one that meant you ill. We do not know that, because all that singing was very tiring for him, too. When the abbess went to cast him out, she found that he had only stopped his singing because he was dead. And though the dead do sometimes sing, this was not one of those occurrences, sir. That is quite the moral thicket. To punish the monster who harmed you all so, or to take pity on the poor creature that knew not what it did. No, actually, that was the easy part. Come again? In the Garden of Graves, it doesn't matter if you're good or bad, or a human or a monster. Everyone deserves a final place to rest. A final recognition that for a time they were alive. And now that time is over. And it is special because it can never come back. So while Sister Tile lay sick in bed, we buried the orangutan as we bury all abandoned wanderers death has taken. We treat them all the same. (sighs) What are you two doing? We were just talking, my lord. Well, stop it. I found a way out that we should be able to reach with time to spare. Another entrance to the fort above us. We must hurry. Aram, the child is exhausted, and if we have time to spare... It does not matter. We have to leave this cursed place immediately. Complete lunatics, the creatures who built this bridge. Hanging over the edge of the world, like... Like... Like what, my lord? It is immaterial. But we must leave, and now. Yes, my lord. If you're certain... And you, hatchling. What did I tell you about talking to humans? You didn't say humans, my lord. You said... That's enough. Let's go. No. No, actually, I don't believe that is enough, Lord Aram. What did you tell her about humans? Up the stairs. (laughs) Now. Aram, what did you tell the child about humans? Child. Child. You always call her a child, like one of those soft-headed little larvae you creatures pop out. She is not a child. But I... Then what would you prefer I call her, hmm? Hatchling? I see no egg. But I like when he calls me... Hatchling is a catch-all term for young monsters, knight. A fact you might have gleaned if you weren't always so absorbed in talking to yourself. But I'm not a monster! You see, even she disagrees with you. She is a child, a human child, afflicted with some strange magical curse. But I'm not a human! Oh, so now all monstrousness has to be the product of a curse, does it? And what of me, Sir Damien? Am I merely some dirt-scuttling gecko, cursed to stand on two feet to think to speak? That wasn't what I intended to... Someone's coming. I'll take a wild guess who. I think I've heard enough, David. I have work to do. (laughs) So much for seeing how they managed it. Only Amaryllis could see this now. I do not know why you take such delight in this, Lord Aram. Proving Amaryllis wrong is its own reward. Especially after she dragged us all the way out here for these two. Rilla's methods were extreme, as they can sometimes be, but that is no reason to delight in others' misery. Oh, they're dead. They mind so much they can stop me themselves. stop. Let go of me. Her motives were pure, Lord Aram. She wanted only to make our relationship work. 
And of course you align yourself with her. I don't always take their side. I'm afraid I don't follow. Only that the human pair of our relationship always seems in step. Only that I am outnumbered. Saint Damien, grant me your tranquility and your patience as Lord Aram and I. Again, this is pointless. Any conversation worth having will always be interrupted by your incessant prayer. That is not true. Oh, but it is. While Amaryllis and I were working on our emotional resonator, where were you? Where are you always, no matter who might want or need you? With your head in your waves, you will never, never change. Listen. Oh, I listen. I might change if given reason word. to, Aram, but this is the first I've heard about. And obey. Oh, come on. Laughable. You might find my faith absurd, Lord Aram, but I do not. My faith is my duty, ever since St. Damien himself came to your aid in this very fort. Duty to a voice in your head, to a single spark of magic months ago. Yes, yes, neglect whatever else you like. That's all in the name of duty to your imagination. Insulting my faith is one thing, Lord Aram. Calling it imaginary is quite another. Oh, how wonderful the view must be from up there on your high horse. I have made a commitment to my saint, Aram, and you will not belittle it. You have made a commitment to me. Your little saint means nothing to me. You're being such a And you're a self-centered, superior, cynical, you monster! Please, stop! This conversation is a waste of time. I can hardly hear myself think over the shouting of those two damned ghosts! Well, they've gone now, Lord Aram. So what is it you have to think so thoroughly about before you say it, hmm? Do not push me, human. I've already thought it, and I will say it. My body... Seems you've kept enough quiet from me already, Lizard Lord. Say your piece. This entire experiment was a waste of time. And I do not mean the emotional resonator. Had we any sense, we would have known from the very beginning that a human and monster union could never work. Not for us, and not for those two specters we keep seeing. And so, I'll tell you exactly what I'll tell Amaryllis when we escape from here, Knight. That this relationship between the three of us has come Lord, to it. sir, look out! Child? What is it? <laughs> Honeysuckle! Child! What's happened to the child? I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I tried to stop them, but they were tentacles, and then they had mouths, and they just kept growing and growing and biting, and... Oh, oh, grab her before those things drag help her out the window. Me. No! That's right. Oh, she's... gone. Off the edge of the world. I cannot think of a more terrifying death. Oh, oh la la, poor little girl. I'd have thought that sight would be a happy one for you, Sir Damien. Is it a night supposed to celebrate the death of a monster? You heartless cur. Don't you dare speak another word. We will communicate through steel. This should simplify things for you at least. It's only a matter of time before one of your queen's letters asks for my head. One of... What? Did you hear that? Don't play the fool in your last moments, Knight. You know what letters I mean. I am not playing the fool! I'll explain the letters however much you like, but listen! Oh la la! Oh la la! 
She's over there, on that parapet in the distance. Saints above, those jaws pulled her there quickly. Can you fire a shot to her? I could hit the side of the parapet, I think, but then we would have to climb. I will help with that. Where's your rope? Here. And there, tied securely to my arrow. There's no time. Fire it. Her body has dragged her all the way to that jutting parapet. And to aim the shot, consider the wind. Oh, Saint Damien, guide this arrow. Excellent. Blessed shot. Now grab onto me quickly. I, uh, um, yes, of course. And honeysuckle. Yes, Lord Aram. You will explain your letters to me. Yes. I will. Now you jump. In one, two, three. We're just about there. Hold on tightly. We are nearly there, Olala. Hold on, just a moment longer. I'm trying, but oh, these tentacles, they keep trying to pull me off. Hush, Olala. Focus on fighting it. We're there now. Grab her, quickly. Lord Aram, your leg. Oh, my lord. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. I didn't mean to. I swear I did it bad, Olala. Bad, bad. Uh, and now she's grown even more of them. Fantastic. But what caused them to... Lord Aram, we must stop trying to approach the child at once. Oh, silly me. I was going to attempt the feed on one foot. Of course we can't approach... Please stop fighting! Now. Her transformations dance in step with her emotions. So the device that heightens emotional energy, she's out of control. What am I supposed to do then, sir? Oh, the answer seems quite obvious. I must be calm. Yes, that's right. Calm. Calm. Now. 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 Come now, Lala. You must be calm. You off the edge of the world, and you will fall forever, and you will never see Sister Tile or the Abbas or Sister Bole or Sir Mark or anyone ever again. And then, ah! hush now, Olaf. I speak from experience when I say that combating your emotions with force cannot calm them. I can teach you to be tranquil, but you must listen closely, and you must have hope. Can you have hope, Olala? I can, sir. Excellent. Now. Breathe deeply, slowly, from the bottom of your stomach, and then repeat after me. Oh, Saint Damien, you of the calm skies and tranquil ways. But I thought your name was Sir Damien. It, well, it is. Saint Damien is someone far more important. Who is he? I want to do as you ask, sir, but I don't understand. Faith will not work on someone who has never heard of it before, honeysuckle. Prayer is always how I find my calm. Then I suppose you'll need a prayer without any of your religion in the way, won't you? Well, I, I suppose we'll have to try it, saints forgive me. <sighs> Imagine, Olala, that you are on a boat. You are lying down, and beneath its board you can hear the waves hum, and can feel their gentle touch. Do you feel it? I, I think I do. Sir Damien. Dark thoughts 
surround your boat like swarms of black fish, but you are in your boat and they cannot harm you. They cannot harm me. These fish are your thoughts and your worries, Olala. Now and again, you feel them bump up against the boat. Sometimes they are so close it feels like they are knocking on your very skull, but can they hurt you? They cannot hurt me. And if the fish cannot hurt you in such a small ship, they must not be such terrible fish, yes? Not such terrible fish. Now, listen to me, Olala, and listen to me closely. Breathe once more. And now your boat has vanished, and you are floating on the waves. You fool! What are you... The fish are only your thoughts, Olala. Remember that. Can thoughts bite you? They can hurt. That they can. But can they draw blood, wound you? I do not think so, sir. No. And so as each thought touches you, do not resist it. Do not grab the fish. You are floating, Olala, and the waves are gentle, and they will protect you. When a bad thought touches you, that is all it has done. Touch. Feel it. Then let it swim away. Swim away. Swim away. The jaws have vanished. That they have. Honeysuckle, you've done it. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, uh, take young Olala in your arms and hold on to me. I will fire another arrow and then... <gasps> oh! The first explosion. The bridge is set to fall. It is not too late, my lord. Hold on to my legs. They are very small, child. Not much to hold on to. Oh, well, that's much longer, isn't it? What is your plan, Hatchling? I have two plans, my lord, and sir. First, I will grow my wings and my trusty tail. And second, I will make a request of my lord and sir to please not call me human or monster. I am both. It is very hard sometimes, but it is also very special. And so I must be both. And I'm afraid that if either one of you called me the wrong thing while we were flying, I might lose my wings or stab you both or perhaps explode. I'm still not quite sure how this works. <clears throat> well spoken. Of course, Olala. My apologies. Now, hold on tightly, and I will fly us to that balcony near the top of the fort. Oh! oh. Saints above, she's really doing it. The power you have is... Quite something, Olala. Sometimes, yes. And sometimes it makes me grow big tentacle mouths, which hurt my friends, which I do not like. And sometimes tail is very cranky. Watch out, Olala! Ah! Oh, oh. Ah! Ah! Did, did, did you see that? What was that strange object, my lord? It appears to be the object that destroyed this bridge. But where... But how? You are a marksman, Honeysuckle. So I hope you will prove me wrong when I say that object seemed like that strange shot that destroyed the bridge. It came from over the edge of the world, didn't it? It did. 
But I thought you said there was nothing over the edge of the world. There isn't. Supposed to be. It makes no difference either way if we don't escape here alive. I see Amaryllis on that balcony. Land, Omama, and let's return home. Yes, my lord. nice towards myself, I might add. Controlling, condescending. David! Shh! I'll always love you. You don't know that. People say it, but nobody knows that. You aren't getting pedantic on me, are you? No, I mean... This is dangerous, what we're doing. What we're all doing. I trust you and the engineering team to build a sturdy bridge, but we're playing with things literally past the edge of what we know. I know. And if we don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, then how can you say a thing like... How am I supposed to take satisfaction in a thing like, I'll love you forever? I'm not sure I believe in tomorrow, Pix. Forever's... a lot. I know. David, I know, but that's part of what love is, I think. Now you sound like the philosopher. I mean it. Don't you get that feeling, too, when you look at me? There's the beautiful, right now feeling, of course, the flutter in the chest, but there's that yearning, too, tight throat and tighter heart, and a feeling like you're reaching towards, towards... Reaching towards infinity. Yes. Love is a feeling that wants to go on forever, doesn't it? It doesn't care that we're going to die one day. It wants to stretch on and on as far as it can go. And it means it's so much that sometimes I think it will really do it. Go on forever. That our love will. Some part of us will. Even if we don't. I love you, David. I love you too, Pix. Dinner? <laughs> it's just like you to turn so quickly from... That's where the loop ended. I should know. I sat there and watched it plenty of times. I just don't understand why we saw the memories we did, you know? Why this argument or this apology? I wanted to learn everything I could about them, but I still feel like there's something I missed or that the memories we got weren't the most important ones or I don't know. We are dealing with the emotions of a long dead land, Amaryllis. And I think everyone present understands that emotions contradict themselves. They do not like straight lines. But I do. I love straight lines. Myrilla. No, uh, it's okay. I'm okay. You wanted to know what I was doing in the fort? Well, there you go. So, is there anything else anyone needs to say? I appreciate your dedication, Amaryllis. 
But I think that if we hunt down every frustration we've ever felt for one another, we may leave this conversation in tatters. I didn't mean every frustration. I meant big things. Like... The letters I have been receiving that I have decided to resign as a knight, and my resignation will last as long as Sir Caroline and Sir Absalon continue to handle the safety of the Citadel in this way. And my work, or our work, or whosever it is, I've been letting it take over all of my time again. And that doesn't leave any time left for, you know, this. Talking. This is not idle chatter, honeysuckle. It is exhausting. It requires energy. And do we have that energy? We need to take time to work on this, don't we? I think we do. I will send one last notice to the Queen. My resignation is final. I'll slow down on my experiments for a little while. It will be hard, but... Losing either of you... Losing this... That would be harder. Hmm. Very well. Then I am glad we are in agreement that the fault is entirely yours. I will continue as normal. Aram. With the minor exception that I will actually voice my concerns and speak without taking constant insult and stop insisting Damien and I settle every argument with a duel. See? Progress. <laughs> <laughs> We never figured out why it was always Pix and David in those memories. To know that, we'd have to learn what creature's memories we were viewing. And that strange missile from over the world's edge. I cannot understand how that is possible. Maybe we could work on ourselves while we figure it out, right? Uh, we could plan another expedition with Damien this time You've forgotten and... something quite important, Amaryllis. Someone, rather. What do you... Oh, oh la la. That's right. We've been talking for hours. How could I forget? A young creature of any kind is quite a lot of work in itself, but... There's no point in worrying about it. Until Mark comes back, Olala is just our responsibility. We'll just have to wait before we find our answers. Suppose I will have to ask the Keep to do its share in caring for the childling and protecting the swamp. But it's never been quite the same since the moonlit hermit. True exhaustion leaves a pit that can take quite some time to fill. We'll figure it out. We have to, right? For us. And Olala. And Olala. And Olala. And me. Yes, Tail. I was thinking just the same thing. It is time for us to leave. My lord and sir and lady Rilla have been very good to us. If we are more work than they can bear, we must go. Goodbye, Lady Rilla. Goodbye, Sir Damien. Goodbye, my Lord Aram, he who rules this swamp of Titan's plumes. Let us go, Tail. Through the jungle to the south. That is where we will find the Queen of the Second Citadel. You're right, Kale. It is dangerous in the jungle at this hour. I shall change my shape to make my footsteps completely silent, as the snake does. 
did you hear? Never mind. You must be brave, Olala. The sisters still need you. We venture on. I know. I think... I think there may be someone following us. Oh, my. I hope they don't mean us any harm. <laughs> Look what we have here. A strange little shapeshifter off on a midnight stroll. You ought to be more careful, little creature. Shapeshifter parts are highly sought after by scavengers. Very potent magic. I... I'm not a shapeshifter. I'm just... Um... Uh, uh, just a strange monkey. With a tail. Oh, an ape with a swinging mouse's tail? That might be even more valuable than a shapeshifter, to tell you the truth. A swinging mouse? How do you know about the swinging mice? They only live in the western wastes. You aren't just a shapeshifter either, are you? You must be... Oh, Your name isn't Olala, is it? How did you know that? Oh, because I've heard so much about you, you adorable heaven-have darling. Why, you're just one of a kind, little Olala. And if scarcity creates value, which it does, there is nothing more valuable than one of a kind. It makes one wonder what that newcomer would do to get his hands on you. Um, thank you, I think. I'm very sorry, miss, but I must be on my way. I have a very important journey. The second citadel, right? To meet the queen? How did you know about that? Because you and I are more alike than I think you think, cutie. We are both from the Western Waste. Neither of us is fully human, although I did that to myself, I'll admit. And whatever else I am, it isn't quite monster either. Is it dead, maybe? I'm not sure. (laughs) Really? Really. You can trust me, little half-half. My name is Kwan Yi. Kwan Yi? You don't mean... Kuan Yi, the witch of the wastes, do you? Oh, but from and of are two different words, aren't they? You, for example, you are of the Garden of Graves, wouldn't you agree? Yes, and please don't eat me! But where are you from, Olala, originally? You see, they aren't the same at all, so I may be Kuan Yi, the witch from the waste, but if anything at all, I am the witch of wherever I please. Today, it's the wilds. Although if she won't apologize soon, I'll have to reconsider that. Oh, but there's no time, little Olala, no time at all. You said that there is dire danger in the western waste and that you have to see the queen right now, this very minute, without a moment's delay. Did I say that? It is very lucky for you, then, that I know the way to the Second Citadel quite well and that the queen is a close personal friend of mine. She is? Well, she will be when she gets a look at me. I mean, look at me. (laughs) Now, take my hand and I will show you the way to the queen. Okay, Miss Kwan Yi. Perfect. Your journey is nearly over, little half-half. And aren't you lucky you found me? If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra podcast. 
If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you'll receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actors Noah Symes and Marge Dunn and co-creator Kevin Vibert. You know, a, a child who doesn't understand emotions yet um, and therefore gets really stressed out and really anxious and then it sort of spirals and it becomes this kind of domino effect of, and of, of negative feedback. Um, and obviously because she shapeshifts, that manifests in terrible things, you know, happening to her body that are harmful to herself and mainly to others. Right. Um, because she becomes, you know, immediately a weapon as opposed to when she's able to control it. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you the posters, shirts, pins, and socks your hearts desire. Just go to DFTBA.com and search for the Penumbra podcast. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Minchowski, Tiny Demon Dragon, Kevin and Sophie's Geographical Trauma, Co., Liesling Voss, St. Damien, I Cannot Be Prey, Slender Aphrodite Has Overcome Me With, Lynn Go, N.B. Shaper, Jasper James, Caroline Seidman, Rad Bouquet Not Sad Bouquet, Red L, Izzy J, Kim Dauber, J. Yanazelli, Karen Z.H., Kezi Z, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Lovers of the Fallen Tower, was told by the following people. Noah Symes as Lord Aram, Marge Dunn as Olala and Pix, Matthew Zonzinger as Sir Damien, Melissa Enulet as Rilla, William Schuler as David, and Melissa De Jesus as Kwan Yi. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear travelers. We hope you will join us again soon. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary.